Welcome back to season four of the Salt and Shadows podcast. Trace the salt, embrace the shadow. This season, we will be focusing on the topic of discerning your spirit. We're bringing back our original format and we'll be discussing topics that have come up in our own observations, like how to know who to trust, when not to trust, how to tell the difference, and how to ensure you are protected and supported. We hope you will find guidance, food for thought, and relatable laughter in our episodes as we gather to begin another safe passage into discovering the unique creature you are. Hello and welcome back. Hey everyone. We have a mini altar set, a candle lit. We are here with all of the beverages. Oh my goodness, there's so many. There's hot tea and coffee and water and sparkling water, regular water and sparkling. Yes. Well, hey, that's only four between the two of us. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's decent. Yeah, that's actually pretty reasonable. That it, exactly. Pretty decent reasonable. That's what I meant. Yes. I like that word. This is going to be a really fun episode because we've been wanting to get this out for a while in December, and it just keeps getting pushed out just a little bit more and a little bit more, and I think we're just slowly realizing that this is a – winter is a challenging season. Yes. And we're just coming back to that remembering. <laughs> and it, I, it, I'm really excited to share and be in this conversation for our listeners because I think people are going to get a lot out of it. Yes. And, and we just kind of have to show up how we can most of the time, especially right now, because we're both congested. <laughs> yeah. We're both tired. But at the same time, it's worth it. Absolutely. So. Well, and yeah, I just, that's just... It's how everybody's showing up. It's a lie that anybody is ever just like 100% has their shit together. It's just learning about how to navigate the waves. Yeah, exactly. Like as much as we wanted to have everything together for this episode, it was just like, no, it's not going to happen that way. You just need to show up for it. Exactly. Yeah. There was a time in my life though where I felt like if I didn't have my shit together that I was a fake. And there's something about my life that I haven't explored more in depth yet, but that about like being a fraud or a fake is just like really goes against my value system, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely know we've had this conversation. (laughs) Yeah, just that, that feeling of you really need to represent what you're doing or else you're a fraud. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah imposter, you need to be a hundred percent on it. Yeah, imposter syndrome it could be a word for that. It's just interesting because that's one perspective, and the other perspective is like, hey, are you trying your best? Are you showing up? Are you supporting yourself to the best of your ability? Like, yeah, like you're you're trying your best. Just do it. Yeah, right. and if you're always <laughs> holding yourself to this standard of showing up one hundred percent of the time, you are losing out on some opportunities as well. I think this is really where that consistency comes in, the consistency over time. And consistency is not about learning how to show up in a way that you're capable of doing it every single day. Consistency is just showing up and doing it every day despite everything else. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you have to show up every single day and do things that are super hard every single day. Right. It's about like just – staying consistent and doing what you can and some of those days will be super hard but not every one of them right yeah yeah it's all about yeah we're gonna get into this more this discipline and discerning are really big words Mm -hmm. coming up for me Mm -hmm. right now and probably gonna be holding on to them into the new year yeah 
and it's just very fascinating to me to think about these differences between like yeah what is that line between the discipline of showing up every day and actually moving your needle forward with whatever it may be in life and honoring and discerning where you're at and never forcing yourself to do something that doesn't honor your highest good and your well-being yeah there's so many fucking layers to that shit yeah absolutely I was just reading in my seasonal soul book by Lauren Aletta that she was sharing that in the winter it's a time where especially for those (coughs) of us in the northern hemisphere where we typically deal with colder harsher weather during the winter um we really want to seek out comfort. Like that's that's what we do as as animal creatures because mm. we still have these animal bodies that seek out comfort, seek out warmth. They just want to hibernate in their own way and they want to rest. And yet this is the time of year where we're asked mm. to shed the most. We're asked to do the least and go yeah. internal. And Ooh, shed the most, do the least. Yeah. <gasps> So I just had to repeat it. I love that. (laughs) But also, like, but we're also told that we're supposed to remain in this consistent energy, this consistent showing up in our everyday lives in society and doing these things. We're not supposed to slow down according to society. So it's really interesting to watch how we are learning to take these times for ourselves and to live more seasonally because we're learning that that is actually part of our systems as human beings. And yet we're never encouraged to do that from the outside world. It's something we have to choose for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is going to be a juicy conversation. These first five minutes were already there, but <laughs> we like to be consistent with the way that we begin and end our podcast episode yeah this is what happens when we wait a long time to start doing our podcast is we just start talking and then we just get out of the flow and the rhythm it's okay it's all right but I really do like our icebreaker questions and it was my turn to come up with one you created this beautiful icebreaker I literally asked Diana I was like what's the special question thing we do again she's like icebreaker questions right It was actually originally your idea, though, when we started doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I do remember that, which I believe it was originally something that I got from one of my teachers, Dr. T. Williams, from my self-awareness class. It's just something to help. I mean, they're called icebreakers for a reason. They're used throughout, like, elementary school, and, you know, it's to break up the ice. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um... Are you ready for my icebreaker question? I think so. I'm. The, I googled it. It was the first one that came up, and oh, I really? like it. Okay, let's do it. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? <laughs> Y'all, we're gonna be doing videos <sighs> at some point, and if you could have just seen the look on Diana's <laughs> face, that would have been great. Goodness, video. Wow. Yeah. Take a, take a moment. I think I'm going to need to because, yeah, that's a big one. It is a big one. And especially for somebody that's, like, really been a loner for a lot of their life. Yeah. <laughs> I think, gosh, I think most of my best advice that I get now is from you. 
Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) No, really, though. I'm being honest because I, you know, I have my, my family, my immediate family. There's not a lot of people I have around me speaking directly into my life, but you are definitely probably the main person besides my partner that is. Oh. So... Back at ya. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> All I can say is whoa. And I mean, I'm trying to think of something specific, but I feel like so much of the time it's us having these conversations and having the space to actually speak about these things in a safe and understood way where there isn't an expectation. Mm. And we're because we have that together, we're learning and evolving and and really finding out things that are true for us. And I think in so many ways that is something that guides me as far as like, I don't know if that falls under the umbrella of advice, Mm. but it really feels like a consistent and supportive space where I can Mm. feel that I can connect with things that feel true and resonate with me. Mm -hmm. And speak up about what doesn't. Yes. Feel comfortable to do that. Yes, exactly. Um, And so I don't know necessarily about the word advice, but like to me, that feels like the truest path for myself right now is really, I think I'm still on a path of finding the people Mm. that I want to actually speak into my life, that I want advice from. I mean, I could tell you advice I've gotten from people, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily helpful. Yeah, like the best piece of advice. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, growing up with my grandparents, especially, I feel like I've gotten so much profound advice in my life. Mm. And I've just had so many profound moments that I oddly remember. (laughs) Like they happened yesterday. Oh yeah, that memory. Um, So specific advice like I've been given a lot of good advice in my life I would say um but what is like the best piece of advice that is so arbitrary isn't it right yeah and and why would that be the best like oh I just don't even know where to start right yeah and it's hard to narrow down like narrow in on those things too well, and the best piece of advice are, like, I feel like the best pieces of advice in life are little moments that you have no idea how impactful they were in that moment. Sure. And it's something that maybe rubbed you the wrong way when you first heard it. Or, like, as a teenager, you literally were not able to hear it. I t- talk a lot about the – or share often about the story of when I was 19 and my boyfriend at the time told me that he believed the world was an inherently good place or that people are inherently good. Mm-hmm. And it fucked me up. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and and that it uh, could be like almost – I guess that wasn't a direct piece of advice, but it definitely felt like, you know, like, hey, you could see the world from a different way. I'm going to say I think one of the best pieces of advice that I've received in my life, and I'm trying to think exactly how it came about, but it's basically learning that you have to let people make their own mistakes Mm -hmm. and that 
because especially in this work that we do, you know, shadow work and with fear and pushing the limits and the edge and all of this stuff, it's like, I've always been very, very hyper aware. And I know that we're coming into our work together too, of wanting to be able to build a different system that holds more people. And there also is a reality that some people will fall through the cracks. Like Mm. you can't do everything. You can't hold everyone and be everything. And that's why it's important to know your wheelhouse and what you are good at. And that we all niche into these places or nook into them so that that's how we create more stable communities, right? We have people that know their wheelhouse. They're in them. We're referring to each other and we create like a stable community space. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, it's kind of reminding me of um, a therapist that I used to see that did help me through a transition of understanding something. Um, I was in a place where I was not happy with the relationships around me, but I didn't know how to change that. Yeah. And something that he really shared with me that really opened my perspective was that you have to meet people where they are, how they are, they are choosing to show up. Mm, say that. Can you say that once more? You have to meet people where they are and where they are choosing to show up. Mm. You cannot expect them to show up the way that you want them to show up. You have to face the reality of how they are actually choosing to show up. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and accepting what is exactly. in that reality. Yeah, I, I'm i going to bounce back just a little bit to my thought because I was just uh, losing my train of thought a little bit. But yeah, like giving people the space to make their own mistakes, but also experience the reality that is life. What am I trying to say here specifically? I want to give an example is that I, most people know that I go over to New York in the summertime and work at a retreat center and I have two teachers there. Um, One's a Zen master and one's a Sufi teacher. And I have that experience over the last six years has rocked my world because working very closely with a spiritual teacher, like, will give you so many life lessons because that is a spiritual teacher that automatically people want to put on a pedestal, but they're also a human being. And so that's really where it comes to, like, not, not... I'm trying to find the right words because it's not just letting people make their own mistakes, but letting people be human and who they are and like learning your own integrity and discernment and center from that space. Oh, you know I could go into this. Hey, Courtney here, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to interrupt this episode to let you know that although we are located in LaConnor, Washington, we now have an online community on Patreon, which means that you can join us no matter where you may be located in the world or where you may travel to. We're really excited about these offerings, and they will be taking over as the centerpiece of our studio, along with our in-person new moon ceremonies, as we will no longer be doing private sessions, even though you can work with Diana and my myself in private offerings. Patreon has so many cool perks across three different tiers, including being added to our close friends list on Instagram, where you can get exclusive behind the scenes peeks into our personal lives, monthly classes, wheel of the year celebrations, and even a book club. For more information, you can check out patreon.com slash salt shadows coven. 
There's no and in there, but don't worry. The link is right here in the show notes on your phone. Check it out. And while you're there, click the link to also get our full moon newsletter. It's absolutely free and it also offers lots of tips and tricks into rituals and personal practices and just all the updates and shares for what's going on with us there. Thank you so much for your continuous support. Now back to the episode. And that comes to learning how to (laughs) agree to disagree and like get along despite differences. And Mm -hmm. that's such an important part of life, right? Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that's my, like, I don't know how that boils down into one sentence of a specific piece of advice, but to let, like, how, how, I don't know. Can you help me out here? Like what would you learn how to be your own leader? Ooh, learn, yeah, learn, like, learn how to be your own leader, learning how to self-discern. And this definitely comes from the stages of my own life where I've been like, oh my god, paleo, everyone needs to be paleo, and like, oh my god, this, everyone needs to do this, and like, we all, like, it's such a human thing to jump into things, find something that's working really well for us. As an individual, and then think everybody else will benefit from that as well. Yes, exactly. So I think maybe part of what I'm saying, even not just learn to be your own leader, learning discernment, but it's really, it's learning how to see the world differently and understand that everybody has their own unique story. Everyone is the main character in their own life. And so, yeah, just really learning how to see the world differently. It was, yeah, live and let live. Yeah. Rather than, it's just so hard to realize that not everyone sees the world like you, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, that was like a pretty good icebreaker question. Yeah, it really was. I feel like we're done. Okay. Just kidding. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, but really a lot of what you are saying about... <clears throat> Choosing for yourself without holding the expectation that everybody should be at the same place that you are or or learning the same lessons that you are, just all of those different things, just expecting others to be exactly where you are. Like I think that's a something that really segues into the chariot very well, which is our card of the year for 2023, our tarot card, and really learning how to navigate your own choices from your own container and keeping your focus there. There's so much more to it, obviously, and we're going to be sharing that throughout the year as well, but just really learning how to be your own leader. Yeah. And then from that place, how to lead yourself out into the world Mm -hmm. in a balanced way that doesn't get off the path, that doesn't go off the road, it's very focused because it's coming from an internal place instead of outside expectations. Yeah, coming from that place of discernment, of boundaries, of... Discipline, like you said. Yes, yes, yes exactly, exactly. Yeah, it is, you know, that's a hard word to bring up sometimes, it discipline. I, I hated it when I was a child or, you know, younger because... Yeah. To me, discipline equaled punishment. Absolutely. And harsh punishment. And it was really hard to come from that space into seeing that discipline can be an actually supportive energy and supportive action for yourself too. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people may still hold that word 
in a context of discomfort. Mm, yeah. And I really feel that that is something that we can start kind of expanding on this year and learning more about ourselves as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I'm not, I don't know, like, what is it when you look into, like, the roots of the words and, and, and something, epitomology? <laughs> Just if I say it fast, it sounds like I'm saying something right. No, no, no. Like, um, but you're thinking like, like I'm thinking, disciple. I'm yes, I'm thinking about how the beginning of the word discipline and discomfort and now mm. disciple mm. <laughs> all start with the same like that same the same root. Like there's that yeah. disc, and I don't know where that root or anything comes from, but I just had never really put together discomfort and discipline in that in that kind of similar space like that. Yeah, definitely. And thinking of how those words really play off of each other as well. Yes, exactly. Like they're connected in some way. There's yes. a, like, you can see the root in the letters. Absolutely. And for me, I think coming from a different angle, fascinatingly enough, uh, discipline in my mind equals consistency, mm-hmm. which equals boredom. Mm. Ooh, yeah, I could see that. Especially with a very chaotic, traumatic childhood background. Very anxious, like, high. It's, like, con- like <laughs> consistency and healthy things feel fucking boring to my ass. Sure. And it's really great to be at a place in my life where I can recognize that. Yeah. And be like, wait, am I bored or is this actually, like, really good? And yeah, I'm I, actually learning how to anchor yeah, myself. Yeah, and yeah. be within a window of tolerance rather than swinging around mm-hmm. to the extreme, Bouncing back yes. and forth. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So... I am just going to admit that I'm sincerely losing my train of thought regularly today. That's fine. And so I might need help. Remember, well, I'll say this for us. Okay. Mercury retrograde just started two days ago. Oh, yeah, it did. It did. On the 28th of December. And it goes through January 18th, you said? I think that's correct. I think so. I mean, obviously, that's something we could Google, but, like, right. yeah, I'm pretty sure. It, it did start on the 28th, and I believe it ends on the 18th. Wow. Yeah. And this isn't a fear-mongering thing, obviously. No. Like, we're never going to bring anything like that up. It's just a, it's just a tool for awareness in yeah. a lot of ways. Yes. Yeah. So many – and there's always so many contributing factors. I always love reminding us that. And that was a huge epiphany for me in my life, too, because it's never just one thing – I feel like I personally and perhaps some of our society is encouraged to just like you latch onto that one thing. Well, it's this. If I changed this and it's like it's never just that, babe. Like it's always a hundred different things. And that's yeah, that's a lot of our minds wanting to find a quick exactly. solution. Yeah. And that the journey of learning how to accept what is and let go of that and just kind of surrender into the unknown. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's I can in- speak for myself on that. Parenting really taught me that a lot. Mm. Because especially before your kids can speak, you're always playing a guessing game as to what is wrong, mm. what they need. Wow. Like all of those different things. And there's already, like, there's always so many factors that play into it, too, just like we're talking about. Like, And all you can do is guess. And all you can do is, like, yeah. trust yourself and, right. like, hope that you're showing up in the moment in the way that they need you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a big eye-opener for me. 
wow, that would be such a wild journey for intuition. And mm-hmm. especially because uh, in a reading I had recently with Karina Rosella from Rise Up Good Witch, she was talking about like the differences between, and I had mentioned this to you, but the channeling, anxiety, intuition, stress, like, you know, what is the difference between those, those mm. sensations and those feelings? Because if you're actually really stressed out and you think you're channeling, you know, like it can get really blurry and it's mm. so important as practitioners to be clear in that state, but it's also a blurry fucking journey <laughs> to figure out the clarity within that, right? Yeah, I, I think you nailed it on the head when you said it's it's about learning your intuition. It's about like really learning how to lean on self-trust. Right. Yeah. Yes. Which also building self-trust when you have experienced any trauma, let alone consistent trauma over time, like that is its own it's an uncomfortable thing. It's extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just another one of those layers, the many deep, vast, wild layers that there are to yeah. knowing oneself. Anytime you're in a place where you're still searching for the answer, but the old answer isn't working any longer, so you're in this place of limbo and trying to figure it out, there's so much discomfort in that place because it's growth, right? Right. Yeah. The unknown. Yes. The unknown. I'm just leaning back into that unknown. It's funny how the things seem to circle back to the same common themes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just continuously like, oh, yeah, I'm here again. And learning to be in that and letting yourself grow from that space. Yeah. That kind of brings me to what we were talking about before. I was thinking about this a lot this morning about the non-linear path of healing and how... I don't even like calling them backslides, but these quote like backslides where you feel like, Ugh, like obviously everyone knows that backslide feeling where you've worked hard to move forward on a path and then you're slid back. Um, those are not failure. They're actually not failure at all. But the holidays can make us feel like big failures, especially in regards to this linear path that we're supposedly on. And so I just want to say that backslides are not failure. And the holidays can make you feel like they are failure. And the new year, this arbitrary new year that we have here in January, um, is not a ground zero starting point. Mm -mm. Because our New Year's resolutions, I feel like, for me in my life, they've always been, okay, completely clean slate. What am I creating that's new? Mm -hmm. And over the last few years, I've been really trying to, yeah, tap into the cycles and seasons of myself and my own life and how I show up and just support myself in a continuous way Mm -hmm. that's growing roots within myself and my life rather than, and it's just changed and helped me so much rather than constantly feeling like I'm starting over because that's what I with especially with diet culture and fitness programs it's just always like and I'm starting over I'm starting over it's Mm. not this continuous like slow grow and build right there's always this expectation that you're going to overindulge I'll say with quotations that you can't see (laughs) um during the end of the year which in reality that's actually just our animal body (laughs) reacting to the difference in the weather 
you know, Literally. all of those things. It's part of evolution. Yes. And yet we're supposed to, right in the center of that season, immediately cut ourselves off and start on this, like, severe edge of changing it all. And that that's not even something that is part of who we are. Like, if, if, we're, if we're really settling into these somatic practices of being in our body and really respecting what they are responding to, that isn't even something that our bodies would be searching for at the mm. season. Yeah, it's like we're, we're being invited to gather around, um, real or not, but like the, a light, a fire to help each other be warm and remind each other of the light that is disappearing at this time um, or has disappeared but is now... I guess, starting to come back now that we're on this side of winter. Um, but really getting together and celebrating together and remembering that we're here for each other. It's really that time where we need each other as human beings. We are each other's light. Yeah, yeah, that we are each other's light. Yeah. And I think of this as a time of thinking about, like, how are we going to spend more time together doing what we love? What do we enjoy? And, and it can still be chill. Yeah, we can still be with each other and still be in a space of community and getting the things that we need for this season. And it doesn't have to be, you know, this this highly energetic experience. It can be just being in each other's presence. Yes. And how to like just having a simple conversation with the people in your life that you care about, like, what are your intentions for this new year? Who do you want to be and how can I support you? Those feel like really nice community conversations rather than thinking of like two best friends going on a diet and it's like the rest of the family is like whatever, you know, because like, oh my God, I have to lose like at least 20 pounds because I'm going to Miami on spring break and you know, God, that really (laughs) resonates with me. Holy shit. Because my birthday's in spring, especially the new year. I'm always constantly like, oh yeah, I got to get that birthday bought. Well, I definitely was not trying to. (laughs) No, of course not. But anything like that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Just being realistic that that is very, very commonly painted as like how to live in the world. And there's no judgment and nothing wrong there but we're inviting a more conscious present way of living absolutely and and just shifting and this absolutely applies to postpartum women Mm. do not believe the hype of the snapback oh god do not believe it your body is a miracle it gave life allow it some time to be something different than it always has been because it is different now Well, and isn't that it? Like, we're constantly like, I should be this way. I need to be here. I want this. Like, thinking of the future rather than being like, oh, my God. Look at how far you've come. And look at where you're at. And look at how good you're doing despite all the odds and the things you've been up against. And I think we're finally coming into a place where we are recognizing just how hard everybody fucking has it. Just how much shit is going on in the world all the time. And... I think in that space, there is divisiveness happening, of course, but I think we have a very beautiful and big opportunity to come together and support each other more at yeah. this time. Yeah, and to actually find a place where it is okay to revel in stillness. Yes. And not always be working on something. Yes. 
And with that being shared, I feel called to transition us into talking more about our online community space since that's such a huge place that we are putting our attention this year. We have launched our Patreon, our online coven. Yes. The so salt- exciting. Woo! The Salt and Shadows Coven. <laughs> so you can join us for as little as $6 a month, $11 a month, or $33 a month. And we have classes, monthly classes. That's the big thing that we are really excited to offer here. Classes, but also sharing within our personal practices. So you mm-hmm. get access to being our close friends and just seeing kind of more like personal behind the scenes life stuff that we do. Um, and sharing along the way, like what meditations are we listening to? Uh, what does cleaning our altar on the like during the holiday season look like or something like that? But there will also be workshops around honoring the wheel of the year and and cleaning up our altars. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the slowing down and like get, moving away from like goal tracking and m- moving more towards intention setting, um, I do just want to share about the class that I am teaching on the first Friday of January. Uh, it is called the Creature Calibration Circle. It is offered through our Patreon. You only have to be at the $11 per month tier in order to access this class. Um, Or if for any reason you're just like, I don't want to do the Patreon thing, you can also just drop in for $20. Not a big deal. It is hosted on Zoom. And I am really excited to take people through the opportunity or (laughs) I'm really excited for the opportunity to take people through this practice I've been working with for the last few years of using words to go into the year and carrying these words with you through the year. And I was really surprised to find that I actually do carry these words with me through the year. Um, Whereas goals, <laughs> and for example, in the past are things that just fall off so quick. Mm-hmm. Whereas a word tends to be an intention, an anchor um, related to a value, maybe not a value specifically itself. So that's really what we're grounding into with the Creature Calibration Circle this January. But these classes will be taking place on most first Fridays of every month. We do take that summer break so you can... Just check back and see when the classes are. Um, but this that first Friday check-in, the Creature Calibration Circle, really is that space to check in, to come back to our intentions and our goals, and to maybe even set some together. I'm really excited to see if other people would be interested in doing some sort of like an easy core challenge, because I'm all about that foundational structure within our bodies. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, just little things like that. There's journaling, sharing, movement. Yeah, and it's super exciting to be taking the offerings that we bring to our local community into an online space now where more people will have access to it no matter where they are. Yeah, yes. I think that there's – it's a little bit of a both and. Everybody has gotten comfortable being in an online space and everybody wants the in-person community connection. Mm. So it's we're really trying to blend both. It can be really challenging to, in an online space to feel like you're there and you're connected. And like for me, online space has, has been challenging for it to feel real, like really real. 
And I, so I think that that's a really deep intention for us is that yes. we are truly trying to gather community and, and help it be a space where you people can find each other too, find your own yes. community. Yes. And, and very much with the intention of presence. Yes. We, we really want to put that out there. Yeah. So we also, through this online coven space, we have a book club that mm-hmm. we're starting. We're reading The Altar Within from Juliet Diaz. So excited about that. Oh my God, it's amazing. You suggested this book for us to read, so and I'm just really grateful. It's Yeah, it was a book that it just really spoke to me in, when I saw it. And then as I was going through the book and reading it, it was just like, oh wow, like this is a really beautiful start off place to, mm. to go from to set a foundation yes yeah and so yeah it's a really great book absolutely and then you are also teaching your safe passage through the zodiac which i am is also a monthly class the book club is about every six weeks yeah the book club is about every six weeks mine is once a month as well whenever there is the change of the signs of the zodiac that is when I do safe passage through the zodiac and it is to give you a foundational understanding of the energetic archetypes at play and also we're going to be be bringing in our actual placements um, from for many things in that season if we choose to share it with each other um, so that you can get more of a personal understanding of how those play into your life through your birth chart placements as well I think that is so cool I'm honestly really excited about it I'm super excited and I'll get better at talking about it too I know explaining it yeah but yeah yeah like we're going to be starting with Aquarius at the end of January and yeah I'm just really excited to dig into those things and and like get others excited about it too and that first class is Tuesday on a Tuesday right Tuesday January 20 something. I feel like it's the 26th. I might be I'm wrong. pulling up my calendar real quick just so we can tell the people it's Tuesday the 24th. 24th. And again, to join these classes, it's only $11 per month on on Patreon. And then you get access to the recordings, you get access to all the behind the scenes stuff. You also once you're a member of the Coven for 3 months, you get a sticker or a tote bag, depending on which tier you join. So Yeah, we're trying to make it as approachable as possible. We really are. We really are. And we appreciate the feedback that we have received and are, have definitely been sitting with all of it and just trying to figure out the best way to move forward. So we also have a form here in the show notes. Wherever you're listening, you can click that link and just let us know what you want to hear, what's been resonating, or we're even open to critical feedback of what hasn't been resonating um, not, I didn't mean to say critical. I meant to say constructive, <laughs> constructive, critical feedback. I love it. Yes. There's that discipline. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you feel called, please take a screenshot, tag us on social media. It would really mean a lot to us if you would leave a review for this podcast on either Apple or Spotify. It does help so much. It really does. Yeah. I had, I didn't know yeah. for a long time. And it can only take a minute. Yeah. And it helps us so much. So. And we want to start reading the reviews, too. So please leave a review so we yes. can read a review. <laughs> and shout out to our two patrons. Yes. Shout out to... Our current patrons. Yeah. Do we know if they want to be shouted out by name? Yeah. 
They're fine with it. They are? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Dope. We've got Lisa. We've got Lauren. What Lisa up? and Lauren. We're so stoked for we our founding. you. Yeah. For our founding members. Ah, it's so cool to just, to just put something out there and then to have people be like, yes, like immediately and to just root you on. And yeah. it just, it means so much. Yeah. We're going to be getting our little gift packages out for you guys very soon. So excited. I love snail mail. That's yes. the other thing with joining our online community is that there's so many little extra things that we love to give and share that mm-hmm. we just would never even market or talk about. It's just, yes. that's just part of it. So, you know, Def- definitely sending like a little surprise package in the mail. That's not something that is said that we do anywhere, but it's something that we love to do. So yeah. like, you know, just, yeah, it's just, like we have secret friends. Oh my God. And we have correspondence with them. That's what a coven is. Yeah. <laughs> secret friends. That we have correspondence <laughs> with. Perfect. Perfect. Indeed. All right. We love you, community. Take care of yourself. Until next time. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. It means so much to us. We wanted to let you know about our feedback form in the show notes where you can leave us suggestions for topics you want to hear or anything really that you'd like us to know because we are here for you. If you ever want a chance to have your review read, visit Apple, Spotify, or Podbean and leave us a review there. If you love sharing, you can tag us on Instagram or Facebook, or you can go deeper into the conversation about this podcast with us on Patreon. You can sign up for our full moon newsletter on the Salt and Shadows website or also find that in the show notes. You will get specific information on the energy of the full moon so you can live your best magical life. Thanks again for listening. We are so grateful for you. Until next time.